Hello, welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Adam, and joining me is Frank. Hi, Frank. Hey, Adam, how we doing? Good, how are you? Fantastic. That's good. Frank is a relatively new to the show, and I figured we could just do a little bit of learning about Frank. Look, Maybe that would be the title of Q&A sesh? Maybe not a question answer, more like a, let's get to know you. Get to, a little get to know you combo. Yeah. Yeah, like so um, I've known Frank for, gosh, four years, five years, I think, something like that. We met at the Magic Kingdom in December of, help me out here, 2021. Yeah, I think that's yeah when we first met because that was my uh, my Christmas trip, which I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, I have the picture hanging on my fridge. I met Frank and his lovely wife Marissa and their son Angelo. We didn't get to do much because I had a wedding to go to. You probably had a fast pass to get to. Oh, I don't think by then fast passes were gone, so it was probably something else. Yeah, I think we were fast passless. That's right. That was the in between. No, I think. Was lightning lane around already? Maybe. I think it was. Man, I tell you, these past oh, three years <laughs> all are, are mold into one, unfortunately. It really is. I mean, it's terrible. Uh, but anyway, okay. So, um, Frank, I wanted to go through some of your favorite Disney things. So we'll start easy. Let's go with some food, favorite snack. Oh, some softballs. All right. My favorite snack. Let's see. There are so many as my... My love for Disney has transitioned over to food as I've gotten older. Number one has to be the jalapeno cheese pretzel, the, the elusive jalapeno cheese pretzel. You get that at... Do you know where? Let's see. Let's well, see what's I don't like jalapeno cheese. So I'm not really for it. I don't like spicy. No one's perfect. That's all right. I, I'm pretty sure you can get that at the... It's either one of two places. It's either the, the lunching pad in Tomorrowland... If it's not the lunching pad, then it's the Prince Eric snack stand near the Ariel Little Mermaid ride. Okay, so what well, you got part of it right, the semi right. So uh, nowadays, it's most typically at I believe it's called Pretzel Palooza in uh, Hollywood Studios. Oh. Right outside of Rock and Roller Coaster. It's that like a, a word I'd never heard of before. Yeah, it's a, a little stand over there. No one ever notices it because you typically just run on Rock and Roller Coaster. You know, you come off dizzy and you make your way back out to Sunset Boulevard. But there's a little pretzel stand over there. And it's like a regular item. So I always know I can get it there. Okay. And the lunching pad, it used to be available all the time. So that and a blue icy, uh, forget it. I would sit there all day. But now they have the sweet cream cheese pretzel there. I've gotten that there. That one's pretty I good, like, too. I like sweet stuff. But uh, but I would say, you know, number one snack it goes to the jalapeno pretzel. Gotcha. Not to say I would ever deny a Mickey-shaped pretzel with, <laughs> with cheese. You know, that's... <laughs> come on. Do you think you can only get it in Hollywood Studios? That's the only place that I know of that it is now. Sometimes you see it pop up in other places, you know, for limited engagements. But that's uh-huh. always the go-to that I know I can always find it there. Yeah, little red stand right outside of Rock and Roll Coaster and Lightning McQueen Racer Academy. I'm looking at the app now. They don't even list that place on the app, but I see it. I see the stand, and I know what you're talking about. There's just a the menu. They Well, they don't even have a little tag on it as a place to get food. That's disrespectful. <laughs> That's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> totally disrespectful. Because there's another snack stand in that same courtyard. The Rock Station. Yes. KNR, the Rock Station, or KRNR. 
K-R-L. it's got potato chips, chocolate chip cookies, and then it's got it's frozen like it's more Coke. Drinks over there. Oh, it's got frozen Coke, root beer float. Okay, yeah, it's got yeah, it's more drinks. Yeah. If I could count a drink as a snack, I would say the the frozen blue slushy, which essentially is an icy that you would find mm-hmm. at uh, your AMC theaters. The blue raspberry is my absolute favorite. Those so, I've I've gotten those at the uh, lunching pad in Magic Kingdom. So and good. you mentioned that already that you got them. Already. Oh, it's my favorite every trip. You can also get them in Hollywood Studios near Echo Lake. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, that's the spot that has the uh, the Rocketeers jetpack. Yes, Love I remember it. seeing that the last trip. That's pretty cool. Right over near Gertie, the dinosaur, and you can look to your right and see the uh, outline of Roger Rabbit going through the blinds. Through the blinds, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> All it's right, so spot. the jalapeno stuffed pretzel and the blue sushi. That's good. I like that. All right, favorite restaurant or restaurants? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, what comes to mind first is Boathouse over in Disney Springs for food purposes and decor, and it's just an awesome place to go. The, the food, I think, in my opinion, is fantastic, and the options that they have especially if you like seafood, but if you don't like seafood, there's great options there as well. Then for nostalgic purposes, it's Tony's Town Square. That's the Magic, the Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Now the menus changed quite a bit over the years. They used to have all you can eat breakfast, which was awesome. So you just when? sit there and they, they would, ooh, this is years back. Uh, I want to say 2004, 2003, wow. way back. But it was so good. But the menus changed. The executive ch- chefs have changed there. In recent years, they updated the menus. So there's some more fresh ingredients like fresh pasta and things like that. Uh, so it's gotten better over the years. Uh, it's still not great Italian food, but it's still good food. And I just love it because that was one of the main restaurants that we would go to when I was a kid. It was always Tony's. I've been there once. It was fine. Frank, you come from uh, Long Island, New York, which is home of a lot of Italian restaurants. In New Jersey, oh, yeah. we have the same thing. So it's very hard for me, at least to eat Italian food out, especially in like a theme park, because I'm always like, because that's all I eat pretty much at home. True. I'm looking for anything about Tony's breakfast. And I just found an article about French toast. Oh, it's behind a, it's behind a paywall. <laughs> no. <laughs> so they, yeah. they used to have the, um, so it was the breakfast, but they would have what I remember the most is the cheesy potatoes. It was my first Disney cheesy potato hash experience. Uh, and if you've know. never had it, you have to find it and get it. Um, it. It's so good. They still serve it at some of the buffets and things like that for breakfast. Uh, and it's it's oh, it's so good. Cheesy hash. Cheese and potatoes, uh, you can't beat it. But yeah. what's really nice about Tony's, especially if you go for lunch, uh, even dinner, actually, this way you can experience it at night. I just don't know if it's open, is they have that little outdoor, not terrace, but it's like the porch. And you're right there in the middle of, you know, town square in the Magic Kingdom. I mean... You really can't beat it. The music and just people passing by at night. You have the twinkling lights of Main Street. There's nothing better than that. Even if the food is, you know, okay. I won't say it's good Italian food, not by any stretch of the imagination, but it is good food. Yeah. You know, I also, that you know, there's four Italian pizzeria restaurants in my town alone within just a maybe three-mile radius. So obviously pizza in New York is is fantastic, and but I still love Domino's. It's not good pizza, but it's it's good. Yeah, Tony's. It is a great location. I don't really ever think to eat there because it's kind of like you know it's far. That area of 
Main Street, it's far away from all the rides and most of everything that's going on. I don't even think about it, to be quite honest. And honestly, typically, it's usually a, like an afterthought for us. It's not like, oh, we got to book Tony's, make sure we get that reservation. Uh, it's usually, you know, if we see it pop up and, and we're at the Magic Kingdom, we'll do it. Yeah. The other, uh, I have two more. I can't believe you're making me pick a favorite restaurant. That's like impossible. But the, the other two uh, that are fantastic, I, I love Trattoria Al Forno on the boardwalk for breakfast. Mm-hmm. They have a fantastic breakfast. It is just so good. The prices are so reasonable. Uh, it was always good. Then they made it character dining pre-2020. And since 2020 has not gone back to character dining, uh, which is nice because you can always pretty much get a reservation there. And yeah. the breakfast is just, it's fantastic. And it it is home to probably the best iced coffee we have ever had. It is so, oh. so good. You, If you follow my uh, Marissa and I on, on social media, uh, the Avalones on Instagram, you'll see us every trip. We're there. And we'll always post the iced coffee. I've had the breakfast at Trattoria. It's, it's got different things. It's not your standard Disney breakfast. They have like frittatas. They have breakfast pizza. Well, that's pretty easy. They have a breakfast Tiramisu pizza. Tiramisu bread pudding. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. see that last time. The uh, I think it's like what the eggs idea. al forno is what I always get. Brick oven roasted eggs. Oh, that's interesting. Polenta, so, fennel, so, sausage. Yes, it is so good. Uh, yeah. Tomato it, it's, sauce. It's polenta with just a ton of sauce and sausage. And then they crack three eggs in there. And throw it in the brick oven, mm. you know, at 700 degrees and cook it up. It's so good. Yeah, that's good. And it's a nice spot right on the boardwalk. And it's quiet. It's yeah. quiet. It's nice. It's never crazy busy, uh, especially since they don't have the characters anymore. You used to be able to meet Ariel and Prince Eric. And I want to say Rapunzel was there as well with Flynn. Yeah, they had Ariel with legs, not mermaid Ariel. So Tony's and then Trattoria and Toledo. At the top of Grandestino Tower. Oh, I, that, that one I have not been to. Oh, you have to try it. Another great little hidden gem because it's not the easiest to get to. It's at another resort that's not near a theme park. Their dinner is is great. And you have yeah. uh, on one side, if you sit along the windows, there's a little private room. So if you have a larger party, typically you'll get that private room, which is awesome. And you can see uh, Magic Kingdom in the distance. And then if you go to the Dahlia Lounge, which is right next to it, there's a trend with most restaurants. There's typically a lounge next to the restaurant or connected to it. So the Dahlia Lounge has a little rooftop terrace, and you're looking right over Hollywood Studios, and then you peek to your left, and you'll see Spaceship Earth. So if you get there at fireworks time, it's pretty awesome. I have been to the lounge. We had cheese sticks. That's not what they were called. They were called something else, like croaks, <laughs> I think. Croquettes, Croquettes, I think that's called. Those were good. Uh, no, that's a good spot. You're right. It's got a good view. I would say I think it loses points because Coronado is a great resort, but it's really only for if you're staying there. Uh, I mean, you, you can't take a Skyline or a monorail to get there. That's true. It is somewhere I would go out of my way for, though. If right. you're on a nice long trip, you know, and listen, if you're down in Disney World for three or four nights, I wouldn't say go out of your way. That It's a time killer. But if you're there for a nice week, it's fantastic. All good options there, Frank. Let's go broader. Let's go favorite resort. I'm gonna, I'm, I have, oh boy. Okay. I'm very weird. I have these weird nuances to my favorites. So it depends on the time of year. Summertime, uh, it's either going to be the Polynesian or Beach Club. Fall and winter is going to be Wilderness Lodge or Grandestino. Grandestino Tower at Coronado. At Coronado Springs, yes. Yeah. If it's winter, I'm doing Wilderness Lodge for sure, wow. 100%. 
it's got that woodsy feel. It's it's just it's amazing. Not during Christmas though. And the Poly and Beach Club this summer, I would think because of the pools. The pools and you know the Polynesian vibe and even the Beach Club vibe. It's it's that summer vibe. You know, Beach Club is you know summer on the shore. Yeah. Uh, in the yeah, Northeast, yeah. which which we're very familiar with. And Polynesian, I mean, who doesn't want to be in Hawaii? That's true. I've stayed at three of those. The one I haven't stayed at is Beach Club, but I've stayed at Yacht Club, so I guess that's adjacent. All those are great. I think uh, Wilderness Lodge is like great for winter, great for Christmas time. I love it there. Love it there. I love uh, anything on Bay Lake. Give yeah. me Bay Lake, I'll do anything. I'll sleep on Bay Lake. <laughs> you float. Well, I mean, you could. You can sleep very close to Bay Lake if you rented a campsite at Fort Wilderness and pitched that's a That's true. I could do that. <laughs> or I could get a Copper Creek cabin. Oh, that's right. Yes, the cabins kind of are on the lake. So, yeah. yes, you could do that. I don't really have the funds for that, but you, hypothetically, I could do it. Yeah, Yeah, the cabins look really nice. And they have that indoor-outdoor fireplace with the hot tub. It's gorgeous. And um, there's no big ferry going by like the Polynesian bungalows. Oh, yeah, with the horn. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, horn a, that's a big complaint. Why Grandestino Tower? Oh, it's beautiful. So we're talking about a moderate resort, which I was opposed to at first. I'm very opposed to to Disney building towers. We are so used to Disney being the opposite in years past of, you know, everyone else. And they would go wider than than higher uh-huh. uh, because they had the, the blessing of land. Yeah. Uh, and now I think as as land is being used or they want to save it for something else they're building towers right yeah so when i first saw the tower going up i'm like oh gosh and i actually stayed at coronado during the construction which was pretty cool to kind of see it's starting to be built but when we walked in i said oh man it just feels disney it's an upgraded modern classy disney it still feels disney without having disney shoved down your throat and from my understanding it was built because coronado is a conference center and this was built mainly for the conferences and you know some of your c-suite executives who would who would go to a conference would typically go over to another resort like a grand mm-hmm. flow or something uh so now you know you have the tower so you have a moderate resort with deluxe accommodations so your value yeah for what you're paying is fantastic you know you can get it for you know 300 a night typically the average and you have like we said dahlia lounge toledo you know rooftop restaurant you have Three Bridges restaurant as well. You still have your regular food court, just as always. You have Rick's Sports Bar and Grill. You still have the Maya, Maya Mayan Lounge, Mayan Cafe, the Mexican restaurant. I forgot what it's called. It's not good. It doesn't matter. Don't go there. And, you know, really the, the only thing that's lacking versus a traditional deluxe resort is its vicinity to parks or, or walkability or easier transportation to the parks yeah. it's still very close to it's right behind hollywood studios all that separates hollywood studios from coronado is a highway and some trees but it, it's gorgeous yeah and you mentioned before with the dahlia lounge with the patio you can see fireworks from there oh yeah yeah it's really cool but you don't see that tower at least i don't from inside a park on everest i believe you can see it okay all right well everest you see everything <laughs> this is true look to your left look to your right you'll yeah. see it all <laughs> whereas opposed to like first of all you could see from like tomorrowland you could see the contemporary and bay lake tower which they designed it to look tomorrowland-ish yes so it kind of fits the theme and i understand that when it originally opened you used to see it even better because there was less trees yeah. they look crazy you, it looked like it was part of magic kingdom you can see 
Swan and Dolphin from Side Epcot, which is kind of annoying because it doesn't really match. And you can now see the you can now see Swan, the Swan Reserve, Reserve from inside yeah, Epcot. The big old, so. big old blue. My guess is you're gonna be able to see the new Polynesian Tower from Magic Kingdom. I think. I don't know yet. It might be kind of too far away, but it's only like eight stories, so maybe not. Mm. I get what you're saying. It's nice that Disney had kept their hotels low rises. The tower is nice because you get good views. I'm not opposed to like a Riviera. I think Riviera is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. I think the grounds feel Disney, but when you walk inside, it doesn't. Mainly for the lobby. They built this big, beautiful tower in this dinky lobby. I think there's two ways to look at it. The lobby's small because it's supposed to mimic like a boutique European hotel, which it kind of does, but it's a big hotel, like you just said. Yeah. Or they lobby small because they didn't want to lose square footage to a lobby where people and aren't paying to be versus for more rooms. True. So that's but one way you can look at listen, that. Listen, you, you have a fantastic coffee shop there. You have probably, arguably, the best resort quick service at Primo Piatto. You have arguably the best pool bar at Bar Riva. And you have uh, Skyliner Transportation. So it's got a lot of points. It's got a lot of points. Yeah. In its favor. Yeah. That's um, beautiful. You know, uh, as opposed to Caribbean Beach, which I despise. That, it, That's not on your list. Those were my best, my worst, my least favorite is Caribbean Beach. Let's go big picture now, favorite park. Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios was always my favorite. And we're talking the era of MGM with the Sorcerer Mickey's hat. I'm still upset that it's gone. You like um, the hat. Okay. Loved it. Loved Lights, Motors, Action. Yeah. Extreme okay. Sun Show. Yeah. Extreme Sun Show. Loved it. Indiana Jones is probably one of my favorite franchises, along with Star Wars and, and Marvel. And mm-hmm. Harry Potter, but that's not Disney. There's so much that I love there. And with the addition of Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land, my favorite Pixar movie, Toy Story. My favorite ride, Rock and Roller Coaster, is my number one favorite ride in all of Walt Disney World. It, it just has everything that I love. And I love old Hollywood. I'm fascinated by it. So walking down Hollywood Boulevard, and you make that right onto Sunset Boulevard, that old music, the 1940s music's playing. It, it's It's awesome. And they have a jalapeno cheese pretzel. Jalapeno Blue cheese. Ices. So <laughs> can't deny that. Hollywood Studios is not my favorite, but I do like old Hollywood also. The music that comes around that area of the park is great. And I just like sitting there and just listening. And I do like the other side, Echo Lake area, with the uh, mid-century modern-looking buildings where Hollywood and Vine and 50s prime time is. That's a good spot to just sit. And you can just sit and people watch, and the lake, the little lake is there. And It is also hands down the park that is decorated the best during the holiday season. It has the old school, you know, Christmas decorations that at my age you would find in, in grandma's house or even great grandma's house. Uh, yeah. You know, and um, it's just so good. Maybe because it's smaller there, so it feels like more of it is decorated versus like a Magic Kingdom where it's really kind of just Main Street and the hub. Yeah. You know, once you go past that, there's not too much going on when it comes to holiday decorations, but it's absolutely fantastic. Here's a, a trivia question for you. You ready? I want to see how good mm-hmm. you are. There is a connection to Hollywood Studios, specifically Sunset Boulevard, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, they play the that song in the background music, the song at the end of Endgame. Yes, very um, good. I don't remember what the name is, uh, but I've heard it on like satellite radio because I listen to the Forge channel. <laughs> it, it is called It's Been a Long, Long Time by Harry James and his orchestra. My question to you is, have they always been playing that song or did they just start it when they put the song in the movie? 
I don't know, so I just chalk it up to um, <laughs> when they started playing in the movie. I don't believe it's just Endgame. Uh, I believe it is from Captain America originally. I have to look that up. That would make sense. I believe it's a callback uh, yeah. at the end of Endgame. Because they do that in those movies. Right, because he owes her a dance. Yeah. They get their dance, and I do believe that song was playing uh, when he did not show up to dance with her. That would make sense. There was a time five years ago, I guess, where Hollywood mm-hmm. Studios was probably the lesser of the four parks, mostly because it was under so much construction. It was a mess. And there was so many – there wasn't any rides. Yes. It was horrific. Like you said, there was barely any rides. I think I think three rides, I want to say. Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, maybe Toy Story was open. I don't remember. No, there were, before Toy Story, there was uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, Star Tours. Star Tours. Thank you. And then Great – Great movie ride closed in 2017, 2018. Yeah. No, I think it's 17. Yeah. So th- there was like nothing. And then getting out of the place because they were building the new bus depot. Oh, my God. We spent so much money in minivans that trip. I'll never forget it because I'm, like, I'm not doing this. It was when minivans <laughs> first came out. I said, this is a nightmare. It, it was horrific. So I'm so glad it's done. If you enjoy libations and you do drink uh, alcohol or, or enjoy a good drink, if you go to the Brown Derby Lounge on the outside, you don't have to go into the lounge. Go off to the side where you see the red umbrellas and uh, there's a little seat, seating area there. You can go to the bar ask if Ron, the bartender's there, and he makes the best pomegranate margarita and oh. classic margarita that you will ever have in your entire life. He's been there for 25 years, I believe. And um, he's just awesome, even if there is a line. But if there's no line, especially, he'll talk to you all day. He's just got awesome stories, the nicest guy, and makes fantastic drinks. Ask for Ron at the Brown Derby Lounge outside, everybody. Ask for Ron. It's hard to pick a favorite park, but you know what? If you have one from your memories of the past and you like the changes, I think that works out pretty good for you. That's good. Absolutely. And there's room. There's still more potential there. We still have the old animation courtyard that needs love. Yeah, yeah. So there's still more more to come for Hollywood Studios. Speaking of more to come, so Disney has announced a bunch of new things, and they're working on some things. There's construction happening right now, like always. Any favorite upcoming announcement or work in progress? It could be something that's being worked on right now or something that is being worked on in the future and just hasn't happened yet. I'm really looking forward to, uh, to Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I have that right, I believe. A big fan of Splash Mountain, and the old girl needed an update, so I'm really <laughs> looking forward to uh, to T- Tiana coming by and 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 having Tiana in the parks too, because I absolutely love that movie. I love Tiana, um, so that's super exciting, and I think they're going to do a fantastic job with it. In addition, the bridge actually where we took our picture, Adam, uh, right near Splash Mountain, when everybody splashes down. Yes. Right? It's right after right after the drop. Uh, and you've probably heard me say this before, but that spot right there is the happiest place on earth. <laughs> okay. I would bet every dollar that I have that besides a scared, crying child, you cannot find someone who's not smiling there. Now, you're talking about the public. All of us, we have things going on in life. Life is hard. We all have stuff, right? But for a few seconds, everyone who goes on that ride, no matter what, doesn't matter what's going on at home, what's going on in life, what they've been through, where they are, everyone's smiling. Everyone. I have yet, and I've stood there for hours, I have yet 
to see someone not smile. Coming right off there. Getting splashed, yeah. coming down the drop. It's absolutely fantastic. That is my favorite spot uh, to stand in all of Walt Disney World. It's truly the happiest place on earth. That's good. I have the coordinates tattooed on my calf. Do you really? No, but that's oh. a really good idea. I should probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get like a sticker done first. <laughs> That's a commitment, could, man. A tattoo, like dude. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. It's it's that is the happiest place on earth. I love that movie, Princess and the Frog, and I'm hoping that they keep most of our favorite songs in that ride. They have yeah. to, right? They kinda oh, have yeah. to. Yeah. It's a long ride. It's like one of the longer it might at this point, it might be the long well, maybe maybe Rise of the Resistance is longer, but it, it could if it's not the longest, it's you know, top three longest rides in Disney World, so they have a lot yeah. of stuff, a lot of stuff to fill. Yeah, to I fill. want to see some animatronics. I want some of that that music, the soundtrack. Oh yeah, I think it's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, they they rarely let us down. You know, as Disney fans, we all make a big stink about things when they change, and then when it comes out, yeah, we may have some notes, but overall, they always do a great job. Even when they like change a curb or something, it usually comes up looking pretty good. So right. <laughs> I think it's going to be okay. And I'm I'm also looking forward to um to Epcot being finished. Now Epcot used to be my favorite park. Probably it's number two on my list. So I'm excited to see when it's done because right now it's just like I'm done with the walls. Like enough. I just I'm over it. <laughs> I don't want to deal with the construction walls anymore. I don't, I don't want to walk around. I, I got lost the other day because mm. I was trying to get to on the other side of Spaceship Earth. I think I was trying to I was on the side of uh, of Nemo on the seas. And Marissa and Angelo were at Creations, and I had to get over there, and I ended up going to the park exit. Stupid me. There's a giant sign that's probably <laughs> 20 feet wide uh, that says exit, uh, and I went through it. But uh, the walls, I can't. So I'm really excited for that to be finished and to see Moana's water works walkthrough i don't know what it is i don't know what it's called journey of water journey of water Moana. thank you thank you journey of water i think when that opens we're we're going to be flabbergasted and blown away i think it's going to be awesome at least it better be for all this time that they're taking to, to yeah. build it and, and put it together so i think we're we are i have strong feelings that we're going to be blown away by that i just want it done and we'll see if it moves up to uh to the number one spot in my heart past hollywood Epcot's on notice. Oh, yeah. You can move oh, yeah. up on Frank's list if you play your cards right. I'll tell you what will bring it down if we change the narration on Spaceship Earth. Oh. <laughs> I love Spaceship Earth. I don't think it needs to be updated. I do think it needs to be, like, fixed. The track is kind of – it's making a lot of noise. It needs so better would... air conditioning. I know yeah, it was hot in, there. in the 80s, but gosh. <laughs> It needs better air conditioning. You know what I wouldn't be opposed to is actually Angela Bassett narrating. Yeah, she's doing a lot of Disney I'm a huge stuff fan. recently. Huge yeah. fan. Imagineering story. Enchantment. I yeah, she's good. I can see that working. Speaking of things you wish could happen, any bucket list trip or trips that you are hoping to do in the near future? Next year, our goal is to go to Alani. That's a big one. We want to do Disneyland. You know, stop there. You know, being on the East Coast, it's a long flight to Hawaii. It's about, I think it's 11 hours. So we want to stop in, in Disneyland first, see that for a couple of days. I do have to go to the, the other place while I'm there, to Universal. Okay. Because I do want to do the, the, 
the studio tour there. I'm a huge movie guy. Love movies. Loves old movies, new movies. The tram tour you want to do. The tram tour, yeah. Yeah. Um, movies fascinate me. Movies, I, I think, are are essential to life. I'll get deep on you. <laughs> because we learn from them, we relate to them. I, I think that movies are just incredible. So how they're made fascinates me. I think it's unbelievable. So I'm always down for, for a studio tour. And then head over to Alani. We'd been to Hawaii once on our honeymoon. And at the time, so this is 2014, Marissa was, she was a Disney fan. You know, we met in 2005 and she was not. She'd only been once or twice when she was a kid. So she wasn't really into it the way I was. And I, you know, slowly started to convert her. So when when we got to 2014 and getting married in our honeymoon, I wanted to go to Alani. She had been to Hawaii before. She said, no, we're going to stay in Waikiki. Uh, you know, Alani's kind of far. It's in Koalina, and it's kind of remote from everything else. And I'm like, it's Hawaii. That sounds amazing. And uh, now years later, she looks and she goes, I, I wish we stayed there for our honeymoon. I'm like, now you tell me. Now you t- nine years later, now you tell me. So we, we have to make it there. Uh, it looks fantastic. The other uh, big bucket list trip is Tokyo. And while I'm over in the Asia area, I, I might as well stop at Shanghai. Just go all out. I'm only going once. It's not like I'm going to be going a, a bunch of times. So I, I really want to see the international parks, you know, specifically Shanghai and Tokyo. They just look fantastic. I want to see Tokyo, just Japan in itself, the food, the culture, the history. It looks amazing. And China as well. Other things that fascinate me. I mean, it's mine too, <laughs> especially the, uh, the Tokyo stuff because Tokyo looks really cool. Hopefully uh, you can get there soon. I got to work on it. Got to work on it. So, yeah, those are my bucket lists. And then uh, favorite Disney memory. There's a lot of them. I have levels of nostalgia, right? So I, I have the, the first level of when I was a kid going with my family. And then, you know, more so as a, you know, in my late teens, early 20s going with, with Marissa when we were dating. And now we're in a new level, you know, going with Angelo. And I would say probably the best memory was his first trip. Uh, he was seven months old. It was February of 2018. We actually stayed off property uh, at my parents' timeshare at the time, and it was it was not very good. But we were there for like 10 nights. We were there for a long time. And the last two nights, we ended up booking All-Star Sports because our week was up at the timeshare. <laughs> I remember we, we checked in, and you know, we're like, oh, my gosh, we love what they did with the place. It's so fantastic. So, you know, going from off property to just a value at Disney – it was like a huge upgrade, <laughs> you know, even though the, the timeshare we were at was, you know, it was a one bedroom with a full kitchen and, you know, this big resort. Yeah. Then we're going to this, you know, this regular standard room at, at all-star sports. And we're like, this is amazing. It's so good. So it was funny to see that, but I would say that was the best trip we had. Cause listen, he was a baby, but he was still engaged and smiling at things. And, and it was the first time we got to share it all together, which was always a, a big dream of ours. Uh, so I, I would say, that's probably my favorite memory, and now there's just so many. Gosh. Yeah. We also got engaged in Disney. That's a good memory. Don't want to count Where'd that Where'd you out. do it? In front of the castle? Uh, Yeah, offset from the castle on the bridge from Tomorrowland to the hub. Okay. All right. And uh, and this was pre-hub remodel. So oh, at, okay. at the time, so in, in Disney history, and you probably know this already, Adam, but for those who don't, they used to have the, the little boat docks down on the water down the hill yeah. from the hub because I believe they used to have boats. Yeah, they had the swan boats. The there, swan yeah. boats, thank you. So that was still there. And that's where, you know, we took the picture on the bridge. 
Marissa still mad at me to this day, many years later, because I was so nervous and it was the first day we got in. So she was in like airplane clothes and her hair was up. Uh, so not ideal for an engagement photo because <laughs> I had the, the photo pass guy there. But down that hill where the dock was, was where she called everyone. You know, you got to do the post-engagement call. You know, let the whole family and friends know. <laughs> That's before, good. Before Instagram. That's a good spot. When the hub was more lush and less uh, spacious, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I miss the old days. The new days are good, too, though. These are yeah, the new days, days are good. Days. Current days are good. I think we're... um. I think we're looking on the up and up. This was a good show. And I think we able to, you know, learn more about you and what you like and what you don't like. Nice and, transition at home. No. And um, I'm trying, I'm trying. Maybe catch up the listeners on uh, on Frank a little bit. Was there anything else you wanted to add before we close up? I, I think, well, we didn't talk much about just overall likes and dislikes. And I think I've mentioned this on a, on a previous show. My very unpopular opinion about what I don't like about Disney World is Christmas at Disney World. I have to throw that out there and make that known because I may say things in the future that if you don't listen in order and you don't know that, you'd scratch your head. But it's just not for me. Christmas time at Disney. I never went as a kid. I have no nostalgia for it. You know, being near New York City during Christmas time, nothing compares to the city at Christmas. I love Disney. I want, you know, when I go to Disney, I want to see... What I know. You know what I mean? I got decorated Main Street. The decorations add a little bit of. You know, when, when, I, when I walk into the resort, I want to smell the resort smell and hear the resort music. I don't want to smell, you know, balsam fur and, and hear Bing Crosby. <laughs> I want that when I'm going to Disney. You know what I mean? It's, it's just not for me. So that would be uh, one thing to know about me, especially going forward. All right. So you will not be seeing Frank. In the parks at Christmas time. I've tried it. I went December 1st to December 5th because I was always told, Frank, you have to go during the Christmas season because I had always been, you know, November 5th when they start the decorations. And then I'd be there January, you know, 2nd or 3rd and the decorations were still up. That's the other thing, too. They keep these decorations up so far into January. Uh, I'm a big fan of Christmas, so I like it all the time. But I'm, I might be in the minority on that one. <laughs> Uh, like you're listening to Christmas Christmas music now in your car. Sometimes, yeah, <laughs> I like work, it. yeah. <laughs> if I need to be if I need to be like cheered up, I'll do that. Well, if you listen to some of the, it, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It could be any time of the year, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes the most wonderful time of the year is best about at the most happiest place on earth, right? No, sorry, the most magical place on earth is Florida. Sorry, I messed that one up. That's that's correct. Yes. Speaking of the most magical place on earth, or the happiest place on earth, our podcast is sponsored by Main Street More Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner who can help you book the vacation of your dreams. Check out their website, MainStreetMoreTravel.com, request a quote, and let Chris and her team plan your family's next vacation. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for the Mouse and More Podcast. And on behalf of Frank, this is Adam, and we are the Mouse and More Podcast. Good night, everybody. Take care.